Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. It's Elizabeth Kay, your host of 50 Shades of Kay. And we are talking about flowers today. And with it being Mother's Day this month, also it's wedding season. A lot of people are going to be out buying flowers. So what should you buy brides? What should you do and not do when it comes to talking to your florist before the wedding? We're going to answer all of that coming up here with today's podcast. And today I have a special guest with me, Bjorn Shenander. I only know Bjorn just as Bjorn. I don't know you as Shenander. And so I just realized your last name now, which is, I love it. What a fun last name. Well, thank you. Thank you. Actually, just Bjorn is totally fine, though, because most people don't bother with my last name. It's kind of like one of those, you know, share things. Like you don't need a last name when you have a unique first name. And is that your real first name? It is my real first name. Where did that come from? Um, My family is really Norwegian and my mom wanted something that was a bit more unique. Mm -hmm. So um, she, I don't know, had a baby book and and picked out really unique Norwegian names for all three of my, myself and my two younger brothers. They all have interesting names too? Yeah. So um, my younger brothers are Tregvi and Leif. What? Yeah. And then Bjorn is just as unique as his name, too, which we'll oh, get well, to. thank you. You are. You are. You're a really unique person. And Bjorn is a floral designer at Sendix Home in Mequon, and you're really good at what you do when it comes to flowers. But you just told me a second ago, before we started recording, that this wasn't even your original dream of what you wanted to do was get into floral design. No. Um, so I actually have a degree in theater studies and an emphasis in stage management. So my I thought I was going to like move to New York and go to Broadway and like be, I don't know, some sort of fancy theater snob, but it just didn't work out that way. Uh, I kind of fell into being a floral designer uh, as a part-time job in college. And when I graduated college, I had already been working full-time and was paying my bills and was happy doing what I did. So I just never really stopped. Well, you are very talented. I follow you on um, social media and you and I kind of connected when I was planning my own wedding. I was working with a different floral company at the time, but you offered you know any suggestions or questions, anything I could come to you. And I, I have to ask you, be really yeah. honest. How do you feel when a bride comes to you and has this whole Pinterest dream board that says, Bjorn, I want it to look just like this. Do you love that or do you hate that? Both. We have mixed emotions about it. Okay. So it, it certainly helps to have pictures and have a dream board and have um, all that inspiration. Like, And it really helps me get on the same page as a bride when we're talking about like what she's interested in. Yeah. Um, at the same time, if you have a thousand pictures and they're not cohesive and you've got um, ideas from all over the map and you're very specific about what you want, sometimes it's just not possible. You know, flowers are not always in the same season as what's in the picture. You know, some of the stuff in the pictures was specifically made only for a picture. So it's not really practical to have that in like a real life application for your wedding. That makes sense. Um, So it's a little bit of both. Now, what do you do, though, when you have to break it to a bride? Hey, sorry, we can't get whatever flower because it's fall in Wisconsin and that's just not going to ship here. I mean, like, have you had brides cry and be really upset or worked up over these flowers? Thankfully, I haven't had to have any brides cry. No no moms? (laughs) No 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 moms moms, have? No brides, no. Um, I try and be really upfront about everything. You know, like, if I start meeting with people, you know, I started meeting with people for weddings back in January and maybe it's for their wedding in September and they want peonies. Well, peonies are something you see here, you know, end of May and June and I just tell them flat out, like, that's not really an option for us at the 
end of the year, or if you really, really want them, we'll talk about flying them in from Holland, but then you've got to be able to open up the checkbook a little bit more. Yeah, you have to pay for that. Yeah, because they get sort of obscenely high. For people that want to buy flowers for mom with it being Mother's Day, there are some people I feel like they just they just go to the store, grab some roses, and then that's it. They, they sign a card and they just give it to mom. Does that work just as well to make mom happy? Or do you feel like people need to put a little bit more effort in? Because it is mom after all. Well, it is mom. So I think that you should put a little bit more effort in. But um, having talked with my mom, my mom doesn't care. She thinks that anything that you do is going to be fabulous. I think that's what a lot of moms feel like. Yeah. But it's nice to put in just a little bit more effort. You know, you only have one mom and, and she's the reason that you're here. So it's yeah. nice to show a little bit of extra appreciation. And do you suggest people order ahead of time because Absolutely. it gets so busy this time of the year? Absolutely. Mother's Day, actually, surprisingly for a lot of people, is way busier than Valentine's Day, way busier than any of the other holidays. You know, I can believe yeah. that. And, and let me just ask if this yeah. is why this could be the reason why. Because... Moms can cover all different spectrums. You could have a stepmom. Mm-hmm. You could have your biological mom. You could have a grandma. You could have someone that was motherly to you. Absolutely. Valentine's Day, in most cases, you have the one person. Right. So for every one person on Mother's Day, there could be two or three people, mother-in-laws. I mean, absolutely. is that why? Oh, absolutely. I mean, everyone has a mom or a maternal figure or, or you know, someone hopefully that they want to be able to you know show that recognition to. Not everyone's dating someone or married to someone on Valentine's Day. So right. uh, Mother's Day tends to be way bigger in the floral industry. So plan ahead. Plan ahead. It, absolutely. I mean, there's nothing wrong with walking into someplace and you know picking up a dozen roses and going. But mm-hmm. if you want something that's a little extra special touch, um, you know, plan ahead, call early, place an order, and you're going to get something that's probably you know a little bit more curated uh, and just a little bit more what do you unique. Mean a little more curated. So it's not just going to be a dozen roses or you know two bunches of tulips with you know some filler added to it. You're going to get something that a uh, you know floral designer really put some effort into making it look extra special for, for right. your mom. Right. Right. Now speaking of tulips, is it true that if you put a penny in the water of a tulip, the tulips won't wilt as quickly? Yes and no. I, some people swear by that trick. Other people say it's total BS. So, so what is it? I, you know, I think the best thing to do it, for tulips is giving everything a fresh cut, um, changing the water because tulip water tends to get kind of gross after a couple days. Yeah. Um, and then just giving it time, you know, keeping it in like a warm, sunny place. The tulips will grow and they'll grow towards the sun. Really? In college, mm-hmm. I took a floral design class. And for like a hot second, I thought, I'm going to get into floral design. And then I realized, no, I got too angry because things weren't going the way (laughs) I wanted in the design and stuff like that. But one thing I did learn was about cutting the flowers at the bottom and making sure that you aren't breaking the ends and that you aren't using dirty old scissors and things like that. And really changing the water, like you said. There's nothing worse sometimes than spending the money and buying flowers. And then they're dead in two days. No, absolutely. And, and all of that makes a difference, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're totally on to everything. Um, cutting things once they come home is exactly what you need to do. The bottom of the stems tend to seal up really quickly. And so it's always good to cut them, especially at an angle. And I always recommend using a knife rather than a scissors or a, a serrated knife. I wouldn't do serrated. I would actually use just a basic straight edge knife, a paring knife. That's going to give you the cleanest cut okay. um, versus using like a scissors. You're actually going to crush the bottom of your stems and you're not gonna, they're not going to be able to take up as much water if you do that. Mm, interesting. I used to joke around that I can't keep anything alive in my house. Thankfully, my family hasn't, you know, mm-hmm. nothing's happened to them yet. <laughs> but I struggle with plants. I really do. I'll struggle sometimes. But that has a lot to do with where we put them in the house from what it I've does. learned. If it's, by, if it's too drafty and it's by a window or if they aren't getting enough sun... 
I mean, who knew? Right. It's kind of like outside. Well, duh. And some people have really great green thumbs. Some people do not. I actually don't really have a great green thumb, which what? surprises a ton of people. Flowering plants, I can't really do much to keep them alive. I'm really good with like the hardy plants. I need succulents. I need plants of steel. I need orchids. Stuff that I really can ignore and um, re- remember to water like once a couple weeks or once a month. Right. And, and right. that's all that I can manage to do. What is your career goal when it comes to floral design? Because you are totally kicking butt over there at Sendix as in the in the Sendix home. Sendix home is where he's at in Mequon doing the floral design. You really are doing an awesome job there and all of the different ideas and how creative you get when I see this on social media, I'm, I'm blown away with it. This is stuff you see in oh, magazines, and you've been featured in magazines. Thank you. Yeah, I have. Um, a couple of, you know, Milwaukee Magazine and magazines, yeah. some of the local stuff. What do you want to do? I, I just want to make pretty flowers for people. Like, that's kind of my my goal. I like doing the, the special event stuff, so I love doing weddings. I love doing big parties. Um, we just finished last month doing a big gala for the Milwaukee Art Museum. Yeah. Like, I love that sort of the really show-stopping kind of stuff. Well, and Bjorn, you and I have worked together at the Beauty and Bloom Fashion Show, which for anyone listening, if you're in the Milwaukee area and you haven't gone to the art museum during Beauty and Bloom, you are missing out. Not only is it just amazing to smell beautiful, fresh flowers because we're coming off of winter, and that Mm -hmm. is just exhilarating. The designs and what people put together at the art museum the creativity is just, it's not anything you can even imagine. It'll blow your mind. But also there's the Beauty and Bloom fashion show, which Bjorn and I have been a part of. All of the models in the fashion show, they're not wearing clothes. They're wearing outfits made of live, fresh plants and yeah. flowers. Yeah, the whole event is amazing. It's so, incredible. Art and Bloom is so cool because you get to see what all the local florists can do. And yes. they really step outside of their comfort zone. So you see the stuff that's influenced by art. And it's abstract and it's avant-garde. And it's it's just so different than what you normally see you know, in a cooler at a, a florist. Um, right. but, and the fashion show as well. You really get to see how talented people are in southeast Wisconsin. And I mean, these people make gowns out of live plant material. A full wedding dress we yeah. saw one year that was made of live flowers. Yeah. And, and what's really wild is that because they're live plants, it won't look that same way in two hours. You have to see it in that moment because they're plants. Absolutely. I mean, they're not able to be watered or anything like that. Yeah. You- it was crazy. Yeah, and super fun event for all the florists too, because we get to really, you know, push ourselves and you kind of have to you work under pressure and you just you make this thing and it's it's for the moment and it's you know, it it's just amazing to be part of something like that. Is it a competitive field it's, for you? It's competitive, but there's there's plenty of, of market share for everybody. Yeah, there's competition, but I, I don't view it as a competition with other florists. You know, I just want to do the best job I can for for, for the people that, you know, are coming to me and, and I really wanna make sure that I can take care of them. So it's I'm not trying to, you know, undercut other people or pun uh, you know, steal intended because we're talking about <laughs> flowers and plants. And the nice thing about weddings is like you, it's the most important day of someone's life. And you're you're a part of that. And like to remember that and just think I have a small part in what this person is going to remember for the rest of their lives. Like that's really humbling. And mm-hmm. I really think that it's important to like make sure that you're putting your best foot forward there and really taking care of these, you know, brides and grooms, like, on, like I said, on the most important day of their life. Right. And a shameless plug here for Sendix home in Mequon. Mm-hmm. Why, if someone's listening and they're trying to decide who to go to for their floral needs, whether it be mm-hmm. a baby shower, wedding, mother's day coming up, why Sendix? Well, we offer a great selection and we offer it at really great prices. Uh, we also have a, a whole fleet of designers uh, on staff at all of our stores, uh, and they're all really, really talented. So you can get amazing looks, stuff that's really cutting edge and trendy, or stuff that's really traditional and not break the bank. And everyone loves flowers. Ashton Kutcher said it perfectly. Many, many years ago, it was probably for Demi Moore, that he had shipped 
flowers to where she worked and there was some picture up on social media. And if I'm getting the woman wrong, I'm sorry. I just I don't think it's his now wife, Mila Kunis. But he said every woman wants to publicly be admired. Isn't I mean, that so I don't know true? that it's even every woman. I think everyone wants every, to get a little admiration once in a right. while. You're right. But to have flowers delivered to where you work. Oh, for I sure. Mean, you mean to tell me some woman doesn't get flowers delivered and she's not putting that up on social media? Look what oh, my right. husband bought me. Look what my kids bought me. Look at what you know my mom g- gave me today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really a nice way to be publicly admired. Oh, absolutely. And it's side note here. Like Valentine's Day for florists is always better if it's during the work week for that exact reason is that more men want to send something to their wives so they or their girlfriends or whomever so they get that acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the girls can kind of show it off in front of all their coworkers because they like to do that too. So Valentine's Day is always way better in the industry on a weekday than it is on a weekend. Interesting. Yeah, because it's better to send it yeah. at work and, look, and, and like, then, look like the yeah. best guy around. Yeah, and then people get that acknowledgement and they get the bragging rights to having you know yep. someone who, who sent you flowers. So yep. it's always better that way. One last question. Is there a most popular flower that you always need to have in stock or does that change with the seasons? Changes with the seasons. Right now being spring, I mean, roses are timeless, so they're something that we have all the time. But like, Thanks a lot, The Bachelor. Yeah, but uh, tulips, daffodils, you know, those are great spring flowers. You know, within the next month, like, we'll start seeing peonies coming in yes. and some of the more, like, the summer stuff. So it really changes by the season, but there's always those staples, too. Awesome. Again, Bjorn with uh, Sendix Home and Mequon, floral designer, good friend of mine. I know this is all about flowers, but I find it somewhat interesting, and hopefully you do, too, because it's the time of the year that you're maybe shopping for flowers for mom for Mother's Day or whoever the mother is in your life. But weddings are coming up, too, and it's just a great gift to give for somebody else. The Absolutely. gift of flowers. Everyone loves fresh flowers. Absolutely. There's there's nothing um, better than having that little bright pop of color in your house and, and something living that just gives you a little bit of joy. Yes, exactly. It's not like you have to paint the walls in the room and that takes so much time and effort. Just get a bouquet of flowers and that can make a whole room just come alive. Right. Just a little extra indulgence. Kind of treat yourself. It's nice. Bjorn, if people want to find you at Sendix, is there a website? or? Just... Uh, yep. You can find us at SendixHome.com. I'm at the Mech One store. Otherwise, we also have a multitude of other stores around Milwaukee area. So you can find any of our designers at sendixhome.com or at your local Sendix store. And if uh, you can't remember Bjorn's name, just remember it's the guy that looks like Mac Lamore. That's <laughs> who you can look for at Sendix because you do look just like oh Mac Oh my Lamar. gosh, thank you. It's not the first time I've heard that for sure. Well, you were <laughs> one year for Halloween, you were Mac Lamore. I did, I did. And I won a prize. <laughs> Good for you. You should. You look just like him. All right, everyone, that's Bjorn. Thanks so much for being on 50 Shades of K. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more, make sure to subscribe so you can be updated when there's a new episode. So to subscribe to this podcast on your smartphone, open your podcast app or use your Google Play app. In the search box, type in 50 Shades of K. Now the 50 is spelled out, so it's five zero shades of K. Once a podcast comes up, click on it and then hit the subscribe button. And as always, if you have any comments or suggestions for this podcast, feel free to email me at elizabethkradio at gmail.com. That's elizabethkayradio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.